0: All right, and we're live, I believe, although it doesn't indicate that we're live, but I think that we are. Okay, there we go. Three seconds. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the least professional show on YouTube. I'm Toxic, she's masculine. Together we are Toxic Masculinity. Say hello, Valeria.
1: Hello, guys.
0: Valeria is, of course, my robot that I built. That's uh, true. Mainly, mainly for investing in crypto. I don't use her for anything else. <laughs> she she glares at me because this, in fact, is her job. We we had a discussion a while back, and we, we thought... Uh,
1: yeah, it's my fourth job. You're like, it's Valeria, yeah. you're not working enough. You just have three jobs, including if any my show. If
0: any of you have a wife, entrust her with all of your money to invest in crypto. I highly recommend it. Well, what happened was... She was complaining that she didn't have a job. She didn't have a real like her job wasn't very fulfilling, and so I'd been thinking about different things for her to do, like, what you know, if she wanted to go to college, something like that. And uh, I wanted to start investing in crypto, but it's to invest in crypto is I, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't. Know. I mean, you can call it a full time job if you are a very serious investor, and I don't do things by halves. I don't go into something like. The cat, the cat may have to be killed. I told you. I don't go into things, you know, and just like, I don't know what I'm doing, kind of play around. I don't like to do that, especially with money.
1: That's can you put him in the... Uh, you promised you... me to be quiet.
0: <laughs> uh, and so, but I don't have time. You know, I just do so much work for my other show, Mr. Reagan. Of course, I got to prep for this show, do this show every day. So... I, I just I literally have no time, so I thought you know what you could do, Valeria. You could watch all these crypto videos. I showed her a YouTube video. She was a little bit concerned about it, but now you're actually doing very well. You're actually. I'm you know, not
1: complaining because we didn't lost all of our money.
0: We haven't lost all of our money, which I consider doing very well <laughs> well,
1: well, the, well the reason why i jumped in this crypto things so it's like one time I was like working on set and you like called me like Valeria. there is some things going on with this dogecoin can you like invest some money and see what happened and i invested 500 <laughs> and in two hours it's like 1000 i was like i like that you're right. Why right. am I sitting here working twenty bucks an hour if I can yeah. make five hundred in like two hours? That
0: was obviously like a fluke. I mean, y- yeah, y- you can't always just make a ton of money. But as
1: an example, you can make yeah. money out of.
0: But I, but I believed in thing. you. I knew that if you dug into this and you watched a bunch of videos, you would become an expert very quickly. And I would, I would say I'm that you're not an
1: expert, but I know. Yeah,
0: you're, you're on your way. You're on your way. You're comfortable doing it. You're confident. You know what you're doing. So I, I recommend getting your wives to invest your money in crypto if you don't have time to do it yourself. Um, all right. <clears throat> Kyle Neelis is bored. Hopefully, we'll, we'll ease your boredom a little bit. Okay, so before we actually get into the news of the day... Oh, I, I, I'm supposed to... Oh, do you want to do the intro? Yeah. Let's do the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, the least professional show on YouTube. I'm Toxic, She's Masculine Together. We are Toxic Masculinity. Toxic, toxic Masculinity.
1: Somebody said
0: all right I think there was an echo there because I have the desktop audio on but anyway crypto is a Chinese weapon maybe maybe um so anyway um I should probably address why I was gone on Friday there is no good reason actually after I okay so it's 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 just so stupid it's so stupid okay so every month I have to have this infusion which is a kind of Kind of, kind of a hardcore drug that I get. It's not for anything like. I mean, it's kind of a serious problem that I have, but it's nothing like life-threatening or anything like that. It's just, um, it's just an issue that I have. I, I couldn't play sports in high school and stuff because I have this like condition. But ever since I've been on the various drugs, I've been able to take. I can go rock climbing. I can go running. I can lift weights. I can do anything I want. So I mean, I'm basically like. And also, it gives me the ability to fly and deflect bullets, which is actually quite nice. That's a kind of That's added benefit. Uh, what? It's not true. She's lying. Oh, she, I, just, I, don't know, she, I just haven't told her yet. But anyway. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, I'm basically a normal human uh, because of these drugs, which is fantastic. But they, like, make me pass out. So I missed, I think, what was it, last Wednesday. And then I was fine on Thursday um but then it kind of messes with your ability to sleep like you you'll pass out like like I could not wake up for the first, for the show on Wednesday but then on Friday I literally slept through the show
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i
0: it wasn't I was even working. like it wasn't like i couldn't wake up i could have woken up had i woken up but i just didn't wake up i just slept through my alarm yeah, i slept through the I show yeah and i wasn't home because i You was weren't working. home to wake me up so yeah i mean it's just a stupid thing it's basically thing, guys. it's my
1: fault because i was working on Friday,
0: and I couldn't... Yeah, anyway, I don't want to get into the details of this stupid thing. I'm sorry I missed the show. I'll try not to get it. it never happen again. I'm going to try to get these infusions on Fridays so that if my schedule's messed up, it's messed yeah, up on the weekend. Be, yeah, that would be perfect. Um, all right, let me let you look at my beautiful wife here. Anyway, um, the other thing I wanted to go into before we get into the actual news is about these this looting that's going on, the looting and the rioting um of course i could condemn it we all could condemn it it's obviously stupid it's obviously bad black lives matter is bs we all know that these are not protests they're they're just greedy people that are taking advantage of a um you know a bit of a tragedy um but i will say this i have seen the footage uh from the police you know camera body camera mm-hmm. body cam i know i know it was called body cam anyway the police body cam and uh it does look like that what the police are saying is true. Um, they tried to arrest this guy. They pulled him over, I guess, because his registration was expired. Turns out he had. Here's a lesson to everybody: if you uh, if you're wanted by the police, make sure your car has all its registration, <laughs> because that's a that's one reason why they will of course pull you over.
1: I didn't follow this story at all.
0: Oh, you don't know it. So anyway, so this kid got pulled over. Um, I, don't I thought he,
1: they had a warrant to, for his arrest. Yes, they did. But oh, they, that's, oh, well, right. I know this story then.
0: So you, usually you run the person's plates, and you run their name, their ID, and then you find out if they have any warrants, and then the police will you know, arrest you if you have any mm-hmm. warrants. So they, they pulled this guy over because his license plate, uh, this, his license plates weren't registered. His car wasn't registered. And uh, they ran his name, found that he had a warrant, so they're going to arrest him, take him to jail. And the guy tried to escape. He tried to... Uh, it was unclear if he was trying to get away and run or if he was trying to get back into the car but he ends up back in the car and the female police officer there pulls her gun yells taser 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 the other cop moves to the side and she shoots him and it looks like she she ge- genuinely believed she had a taser in her hand and she shot him with a gun which you would like if i like when i first heard that i didn't actually believe it i i i heard it and i was like That sounds like a BS excuse, but if you watch the police footage, she's yelling taser, 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 and then she shoots him, and she's like, "Oh crap!" She's like, "I shot him." Like she genuinely thought she had a taser. That's what it seems like to me. They
1: had a taser and a gun, like next to each other.
0: Yeah, the tasers are kind of got the same kind of handle and feel, I I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've never held a police taser or a police uh, hand. I don't know what that model of handgun is. I have not held it. I've held other models of handgun, but not not that one in particular. But anyway, so, um, she, so, okay, so anyway, she shoots the guy, that guy dies, there's all these rights and everything like that, but like, and also, apparently, I watched a video from, uh, who are the twins? Hodge twins? Mm-hmm. And they showed a video from, I'm assuming fairly recently, maybe the day before, something like that, a little while ago, when a police officer tried to pull over this, um, very large black woman, I don't know if she pulled her over or what was going on, but he was digging through her purse, finding all these drugs, and he's gonna arrest her. And she grabs her her uh, like backpack purse thing and try and gets back into the car. And he tases her a couple of times, and she won't go down. And I think it's because she's so big, the taser just wasn't working. She grabs a gun and she shoots him. Wow! So you know, if if a if a suspect runs back into their car it's very possible they could have a gun in there. You don't know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think these officers did the right thing. Okay, the woman grabbed a taser instead of a gun. But I think that she would have been in her rights to grab a, to, to shoot him as well. You know, if you're in cus- police custody and you try to escape custody and dive into your car, the police are going to assume you have a gun. I mean, it's just the most unbelievably stupid thing for this guy to do. But I have a solution. This is what I call um, one weird trick. This is a segment I call one weird trick. I wish I had a graphic. One weird trick. There's one weird trick to not getting killed by police, boys and girls. You ready for this? Don't commit crimes.
1: Or don't try to escape.
0: <laughs> oh, you're really bright now. I think that the, the clowns went away. Yeah. Anyway. um, Well, no, no. The escape thing, of course, that's also true. That's a second, that's a second or tertiary even mm-hmm. tip. But the primary tip is don't commit crimes in the first place. Secondary tip, if you are a criminal, make sure your license plate is registered so you don't get pulled over. Tertiary trip uh, tip, if you do get pulled over, you do get arrested, don't die for a gun because you will be shot or try to just run away because you, you may well,
1: get registration shot. registration is expensive, man. What's that? Registration is expensive. <laughs> Sometimes I see these cars like B W. Mercedes, like brand new car, right. expired registration. I'm like,
0: okay. Why? Can, can we keep on? Can we keep on track here? Registration. Why? I mean, this it's mildly amusing, but we're trying to make a serious point. It's okay? really
1: expensive, Chris.
0: Oh, good lord! Look, the the serious point I'm trying to make here is that, yeah, it's not good when somebody is killed because of a you know a routine traffic stop. That's never nice. That's never good. We don't have an unusual number of black young black men getting pulled over by police and getting shot in America. That's just not true. Um, you have an unusual number of, of black men committing crimes in America. That is true. But the percentage of black men who are killed compared to the number of crimes that they commit versus the number of white men that are killed by the number of crimes they commit... Um, there is an imbalance, but it's not the, the way that people think. It's not that black men are killed more often. It's that white men are killed more often. If you take the incidents, the number of incidents versus the number of deaths, white men are actually killed more often. Um, the problem, the reason why there's a higher percentage of black men that are killed per black population versus white people per white population is because black people commit crime at such high rates. And we could go into a debate about, you know, why that is. Is that because of, you know... Systemic racism or all that nonsense, or is that what? But mm-hmm.
1: CNN headline is going to be, black guy was killed because his registration was expired.
0: Mm. You're almost right. You're almost right. They've already gone into that, mm-hmm. and apparently there was something suspicious hanging from his um from his rearview mirror, and so the the line on CNN and on social media is, um, unarmed black man was. Murdered by police because of an air freshener, which is just totally false. <laughs> I mean, it's just unbel- it's just false on many many levels. Um, but anyway, uh, that's my thoughts on that. I just don't think that these riots and these this looting is warranted. Of course, I mean, obviously, this is no way to react. Even if it was. An unprovoked incident with the police, even if the the police were not in their rights to shoot this guy, which I think they totally were, um, you still don't respond to it by rioting and looting. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but even if we were to say this was like an outrage for some reason, I think that you would have to have had an incident that was a little bit more egregious. On the, I think in this case, the police did what they had to do. Because they were in a very, I mean, it's a very bad situation. If you're in a situation of arresting somebody, they dive into their car, you you know, it's very likely that they could possibly have a gun in there and kill you. So I think the police won their rights. Um. So I'm excited to see what happens when Chauvin is acquitted. That's going to be fun, boys and girls. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not going
1: to be not I, 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 I don't even want to imagine.
0: Yeah. All right, well, let's not imagine it. Instead, darling. Darling? Darling,
1: uh, People call me secret, uh, secretly Scott Presley. I don't think I'm... I, I'm, I'm no longer Valerian.
0: Pressler. Scott Pressler. Pressler, sorry. Pre- oh, good Pressler. Lord. Okay, guys. Just because they both have long hair. Do not equate my wife to... God, I shouldn't have ever had him sit there. I should have put him in a different seat or something. <laughs> that is a disturbing thought. Not that Scott Pressler is not a beautiful man. But, uh Yeah. Please don't think of my wife that way. All right, darling. Yes. Darling. Can you read the first story?
1: Democrat says Biden should finish the wall.
0: Yeah, this is a Democrat. This is a Democrat that wrote this. I read this article. I was like, what world is this? Where? What? What is going on? What? Where are we? What's happening here? All right, so let's go ahead and. Okay, let's go ahead and read this. So it's A Biden Should Finish the Wall. This is by Brett Stevens. I read this last week, so I don't remember it exactly, but um, kind of a cool picture of the wall there. Uh, The guy says, the most harrowing story I've ever read in the Times in recent days (coughs) was Miriam Jordan's account of a car crash last last month in Southern California involving a Ford Explorer, uh, sorry, a, a Ford Expedition that came from Mexico straight through a breach in the border wall. The Ford was crammed with 25 people, hit a tractor-trailer rig on Route 115, uh, 110 miles east of San Diego. Do you you remember that? Yeah. Yep. What are you laughing at? Oh, go on. What are you laughing at? Oh, my gosh. All right. This is probably inappropriate, but let's hear it. Go on.
1: It is, Ataku Magnus says, It isn't the hair, it's the overwhelming femininity. (laughs) I'm not gonna look at the comments, guys.
0: I told you <laughs> I'm, not. I'm toxic. She's masculine. Together we are toxic masculinity. So that doesn't that doesn't make any sense, guys. Yeah. Um, darling. Yes. Don't read the comments.
1: I am I'm, I'm taking pictures of super chat, sorry. Okay. Alright.
0: Taku. Stop making my wife laugh while we're talking about this very serious subject. Okay. Let's get into it. I'm kidding. We love you, of course. Alright. Um a few of the survivors have been able to describe what happened next, Jordan writes. The crunch of metal and glass, the bodies flung dozens of feet across the pavement, 12 people died on the spot, a 13th at a nearby hospital. Jordan follows the story of the victims and the survivors, and there's heartbreaking sadness. Uh, you know, okay, we know this is a terrible thing that happened. Um, Yet yeah, those 13 people, along with others who have recently lost their lives in dangerous crossings, might not have met their grisly fate if the Biden administration's con- concept of compassion wasn't also an inducement to recklessness. No kidding! I mean, hearing a leftist say this is just amazing to me. I well, mean, it's it's truly, like, shocking that a leftist would come to this realization.
1: It's like, it's unbelievable. It's been, it's still 2021. Yeah. It's April. Yeah four months, uh-huh. Biden, the president, and they realize... And
0: Democrats are already realizing that his like policies are crap. Oh, what are we going to do in
1: 2024?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, look, his his policies are disastrous. Even leftists are saying it now. The only problem with this whole situation as I see it is that this poor guy, um, Brett Stevens, I don't know if I should call him a poor guy because he is a, a Democrat. I mean, this, this guy is never going to work again. You know he's canceled after this. There's no way he, I mean, I don't think this guy knows what he's doing. I mean, I don't think he quite, he's an opinion columnist for the, for the, New, uh, for the New York Times. I mean, he can't possibly understand the gravity of what he's doing here. Disagreeing with the left at this level is like heresy. Like, they do not tolerate, I, am, I would be shocked if he keeps his job. Shocked. Um, maybe this went under the radar. Not a lot of people heard about it. But like, this is the kind of stuff that will get you instantly cancelled on the left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, I forgot. I, I, I've lost my place. Let me see here. Uh, Alright.
1: Yeah, this one. Mm-hmm. And they would not have been killed yeah. if a wall had been standing in their way. Sorry, hold on. You finished on recklessness.
0: Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. And they would not have been killed if a wall had been standing in their way. Amazing, the realizations of the left here. That's a conclusion I've come to reluctantly, and not because I've abandoned my disgust with Trump. I mean, the guy is disgusted with Trump. He does not like Donald Trump. Walls are ugly things, he says. Symbols of defensive, suspicious, and often closed-minded civilizations. No, they're not, you moron. Walls are just walls. I mean, walls keep out people that aren't supposed to be in certain places. That's it. That's all a wall is. You know, walls keep prisoners in, and they keep, you know, people who aren't allowed into a particular place out. That's it. That's all they're for. You have walls in your house. You have walls in your house. They're not just there to keep the wind out. (laughs) All right, let's see here. And often close minded civilizations. I mean, this is the guy trying to pander to his left.
1: I remember one interview on the street. I don't know if it was from PragerU, when they asked people about wall. Mm-hmm, and yeah. one guy was like, yeah, wall is racist. Wall is racist. He was like, well, there is a um, prisoner's uh-huh. that wall around prison in your house. It's also have yeah. a walls, it's protecting uh-huh. you from the outside. He was like, right. no, no. Yeah. Walls in my house from protect from keeping me inside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Darling, that wasn't a PragerU video. That was my video. Really? Yeah, you're quoting one of my videos. This is somebody I interviewed.
1: It's
0: embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> are you sure? It was too good, Chris. You don't make videos that good. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah, it's I'm 100% be, positive that was later. a video that I made. All right, walls are...
1: You, are... You, you said, huh? I said he's going to beat me later. I'll
0: beat her later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, keep her in line. Let's see here. Uh, walls are in, uh, invariably permeable. Whatever else a border wall will do will not seal off America from unwanted visitors or undocumented workers roughly half of whom arrive illegally uh, arrive legally <laughs> and overstay their visas you know this is an argument that i hate about the left that they always say like uh well most undocumented workers just come here on a legal visa and then they just overstay their visa and i'm like well they I'm, got
1: the visa
0: well i'm like look that's also a problem that we should tackle but it doesn't mean that we should ignore this problem. It's weird. It's like they're saying, like, you, you, you can't stop all the illegals. Well, so why even try to stop all, some?
1: First of all, yeah. to get a visa, you yeah. have to prove your income and you have to show your criminal history, which <laughs> is none. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You're not so at least the ones who are saying their visas are at least vetted to yeah. some degree. right? Right. It's a very good point, darling. Let's see here. Walls also cannot address the root cause of our immigration crisis, which stems from a combination of social collapse of the south uh, south of the border and a pull of American life north of it. Okay, yeah. We have an amazing civilization here in America, and everybody wants to be part of it. Of course. Yeah, that's never going to stop. I mean, well, it might now that the Democrats are in charge, but... um, But a well-built wall, he says, should still be a central part of an overall immigration fix. It's an imperfect but functional deterrent against most of the reckless forms of border crossings. It's a barrier against sudden future surges of mass migration. Good God! How is a Democrat talking sense? I just, my brain can't even take it. I don't even know what's going on! It's so crazy! And then, this is the really funny bit, right? This is something I really wanted to point out here. He then goes on, he says... It's also a political bargaining chip to be traded for a path to citizenship in a comprehensive immigration reform bill. And it's a prophylactic against the next populist revolt, which is sure to overtake our pop, uh, politics if the Biden administration cannot com- competently control an elementary f- function of governance. So this guy's laid out several very compelling reasons why Democrats should finish the wall. And then he says, also in there, he says but this is also a really great bargaining chip that we can use against the Republicans. No, you can't. No, you can't. I'm sorry. It's too late. It's too late. You've just written that you recognize that... uh, Hold on. I'm going to fix your license.
1: Isn't it a little bit too dark?
0: A little too dark? I don't think so. I think you look perfect. Okay. All right. It's too late. It's too late, guy. You just admitted that you know a wall is a good thing and it's important. And the the worse the country gets, and the more uh, 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 ineffective the Biden administration is to control the border situation, the more disastrous the situation becomes. The more likely it will be that conservatives will take over in twenty twenty four, right? That's what the guy's saying. We know that it's in your best interest to build the wall. You will never be able to use this as a bargaining chip now because we know you want it. It's idiotic. It's like, it's like, we'll give you this one thing that you want if you give us this thing that you want. But you want that too. No. No, no we don't. <laughs> You've just written a whole article about how important building a wall is. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, you can't write in the same article about how important the wall is and then also write, and then we can use it as a bargaining chip. My God. Anyway, so although I appreciate that this guy is kind of waking up to reality here. Yeah. Uh I mean, come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, as Biden would say. Uh let's see here. The deterrent is needed now. Yeah, exactly. US agents apprehended 170,000 migrants along the southern southwest border on in March, a 70% jump from February's numbers and the highest levels in 15 years. Right, we know all this. So, I mean, he just basically goes on about this. I mean, it's a pretty short article. If you want to read it, uh, go ahead. It's in the New York Times. Pretty good article. Um, the, I'll read the last paragraph just to close it out. He says, uh, Will a wall solve all of our immigration problems? Hardly. Uh, it'll take years to build, and some practical regulatory and legal hurdles may be hard to surmount. But for anyone who hopes for America to remain a proud nation of immigrants, it has to be part of the solution. I shouldn't probably make fun of him <laughs> with my with my funny... A weak male voice but uh but he you know he's still obviously uh, uh you know a woke leftist but he is but he's at least coming around some somewhat mm-hmm. having somewhat sense i just i just love that i just love that i mean this is an example of something that i kind of predicted which is that the 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 more incompetent the leftists in office are the democrats are you know, with everything that's going on.
1: Then people will realize
0: yeah. how people... they
1: were they were wrong because if Trump will stay for four more years, I, I I was afraid that they're gonna just kill him. Yeah. I was afraid even like before the election. And now that Trump can like relax for four years, play mm-hmm. golf. Yep. And people will realize, oh, you know, we are messed they'll up. They'll like
0: slap some sense into yeah, the people. And yeah, and yeah. he
1: can come back in Yeah, the
0: failures of the left will hopefully slap some sense into the people. But the, the only thing I'm concerned about is is what the left's doing with trying to fix elections so that they can never be uh, they can never be voted out of office. That's kind of what they're doing right now. It's something I predicted You know, as soon as the election was over. I was like, yep, they're, they're doing all this stuff because they've got control now. And uh, they've already totally fairly won. Totally, fairly won the 2020 election, and Biden totally, legitimately won that election, and there was no foul play at all. Right, Susan?
1: That's exactly what you should say for YouTube monetization.
0: I don't believe anything different. No one does. All right, darling, beautiful woman, please read us the second story.
1: Vaccinated... Eight times more likely to be infected than unvaccinated by new South African variant.
0: Okay. Did I
1: say everything right?
0: (laughs) Vaguely. I'll read it. Hold on. Uh, Let me find it here. Vaccinated. Vaccinated people, I mean, are eight times more likely to be infected than unvaccinated people by this new South African variant. This is really weird. Sorry, I kind of wrote that headline a little weird. Maybe I should change that. Anyway. Let's have a look at the story. So so there's a South African variant of the virus of the COVID virus, coronavirus that apparently you can get infected with this even if you've had COVID before.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a mutated
0: Yeah, because of the variant. Yeah. But but they but even if you've been vaccinated against the normal virus, you will catch this one. But what they found in their study is that it's you're 8 times more likely to catch it then if you take exactly, that weird i don't even understand this
1: no, I don't, I don't it understand might have just
0: either. been a fluke in the in the you know small sample size you know something just kind of like weird going on i did don't they,
1: know did they test all three vaccines that uh no no pfizer... no just one just one let, just let me read one. Oh, let that, me read here okay that, that,
0: i think this was done in israel i think this is a mm, this was a which study vaccine
1: n- did they test uh, Pfizer.
0: yeah pfizer yeah okay the South African variant of the uh, coronavirus may evade the Pfizer vaccine, according to a new study from Tel Aviv University and Israel's largest healthcare provider. Sorry, and Israel's largest healthcare provider. But, yeah, you get it. The study, which was published Saturday and still requires peer review, looked at 400 individuals who tested positive for coronavirus despite receiving at least one dose of the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine and compared the prevalence of the South African variant, B1351, with the same number of people who have not yet received a vaccination. We found a disproportionately high rate of the South African variant among people who were vaccinated with a second dose. That's so crazy to me. Compare that to the unvaccinated group, uh, or compare to the unvaccinated group, said Addy Stern of Tel Aviv uh, University. This means that the South African variant isn't able to some extent to break through the vaccine's protection, but it's it's not just that, it's worse than that. Not only could the variant break through the protections offered by the Pfizer vaccine, but it uniquely affects those who have been vaccinated. Around eight times higher. Eight times higher than those who have not received the vaccine. 4.5, uh, 5.4% to 0.7%. If you guys can come up with like a clickbaity headline for this, because I'll probably push this onto my Mr. Reagan channel, um, please write it in the comment section because I'm... I don't think my headline was was good. <laughs> Valerie couldn't even read it. Okay, let's see here.
1: Well, that's not your fault.
0: Well, it's a hard it's a hard headline to write because it's such a, a complex. Well, let's idea. just
1: call it. Don't get if. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't get a vaccine! Exclamation mark. Hey, uh, Well, that's not necessarily true. I wouldn't want to recommend that. But darling, can you just check the comments and make sure people aren't writing good headlines for us? I know I tell you not to re- read the comments while we're working, but please please do this time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, based on patterns in the general population, we would have expected to see one case of the South African variant, but we saw eight, Stern told the, told the Times of Israel. Obviously, this result didn't make me happy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. doesn't make any of us happy. The South African variant is generally rare, making up only about 1% of all coronavirus infections. So this is a a, a kind of a difficult virus to catch generally. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not something to worry about too much. Even if the South African variant does break through the uh, vaccine's protection, it has not spread widely through the population, Stern added. The study has not uh, yet been peer-reviewed. But Klaelit Research Director and Professor Ron Balliser... I can't pronounce names worth crap. And this will... This is something that we're going to circle back to. We're going to circle back, Saki, to this <laughs> idea of my inability to pronounce names. What's that?
1: We have two headlines.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Let's give us the headlines.
1: Um, Tree Climber says, smokers are less likely to get a, the Arona fact. Is that true? It's um, your clickbaity headline. Right. Smokers are less likely to get their own Right,
0: so, so so it has nothing to do with reality? I don't know. But is that true? I don't know. Maybe that's true.
1: Okay, it's. I think it's a joke. Okay. Frank James, eight reasons to get the vaccine.
0: <laughs> eight reasons. Well, it would be eight reasons not to get the vaccine, I think. But okay, so okay, here we go. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And the study is still important as it is the first in the world to be based on real world data. Tel Aviv University clarified the study focused on the Pfizer vaccine, which 53% of Israelis, uh, 9.3 million citizens have received and omitted the Moderna vaccine, which is only rarely used in the country. About a third of the country is under the age of 16 and is not eligible for, to receive any vaccine. The study is also not intended to point to the overall effectiveness of the vaccines It is specifically as it specifically included those who tested positive for coronavirus. Weird, weird guys, weird, weird stuff. Darling,
1: maybe it's actually true. One one guy says Trump won his nickname. He says, "I no mask, I smoke, no COVID or flu." Chris, you will start smoking. I never smoke, so.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not much of a smoker. Uh, I do. I do partake in a cigar. Uh, occasionally i'm trying to smoke more uh, uh a lot of people are trying to smoke less i'm trying to smoke more because uh because i'm fat and i've heard it's a uh you know it's an appetite suppressant, but uh i've started smoking these cigars my manager gave me <laughs> they they don't they they don't seem to suppress my hunger that much i don't seem to be eating as much generally but i don't think it's because of the cigars but anyway darling
1: yes oh, Next you're headline. glowing
0: you're so you're, you're glowing it's amazing
1: just too white.
0: Uh, It's too white. Next headline? Yes, next headline, please.
1: Mispronouncing names is racist. Oh my God.
0: Exactly. Yesterday,
1: I saw a video that... um, I don't remember this girl's name. She is black. And Mm -hmm. she was uh, introducing to like Grammy nomination and... Mm -hmm. She spelled Camila Cabello, Camila Caballelo, the singer name like three times wrong. I literally yesterday. So it's watched... a black
0: girl mispronouncing a Spanish name wrong? Yes. Right.
1: Literally yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But they saying that if you misspell Asian's name, you're racist. Yeah,
0: this is about Asian specifically. The casual racism of mispronouncing an Asian person's name. Wow. I mean you just can't get more dumb. This is from somebody named Ashley Lee, who I assume is Asian. She writes, "The Times recently reported on the outcry following the LA theater community's Ovation Awards, where organizers mispronounced the names of Asian American uh, of an Asian American nominee and displayed a photo of the wrong actor. <laughs> oh, y'all look alike! <laughs> uh, that is Chris Tucker." from rush hour if you've never seen rush hour i highly recommend it awesome uh, movie chris tucker punches jackie chan in the face even though they're partners uh they're fighting a bunch of other asians and jackie chan looks at him like what the hell and he goes all y'all look alike <laughs> that's my that's my best chris tucker impression and i can't get that's that high pitched super green what's that super green super green oh you said something no i didn't oh you did I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, fine. I don't know. You said something. All right. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, If anyone doubts that racially biased, okay, if anyone doubts the racially biased sting that uh, comes with, okay, let me read this again. If anyone doubts the racially biased sting that comes with such insults to one's professional endeavors, just read the emails that rolled in into the Times after publication of our article. One reader said the ovation reaction was just an example of Asian victimhood. Well, I don't think so. I think it's just an example of, you know, petty entitlement by degenerate losers. The the reality is that um, if you're doing an award show and you're reading the name of a nominee, that's like your job, Mm -hmm. you've been asked to come up and do that. You should probably read the names of the nominees ahead of time and like rehearse it a few times before you do it. I mean if you're if you're not doing that, you're an idiot. Like, you know, I it, that has nothing to do with being being Asian. Have you guys tried to read Dutch names before? Good lord. It's not possible. Dutch names are the worst. And they're, they're complaining about Asian names. Asian names can be tough, but like this girl's name is Ashley Lee. I think I got that right. <laughs> That was. That's actually a pretty easy one. I don't think Asians are like the the, the primary victim here of, of name mispronouncement. Let's see here. Another called it a big joke. I thought you were writing a sketch for S- SNL with your article yesterday. So much pain and anger. That wrong photo used and, and pronounced incorrectly. Ha ha ha. Really audition for SNL. Use that article. Uh, you're sure to get hired. Now here's the thing. Using the wrong picture is really bad. I mean that's yeah. That's less professional than this show, and we're the least professional show on YouTube. So I don't know, I don't know how they're doing that. Where they're they're getting the wrong picture? That's crazy. But uh, you know, as Chris Tucker said, all y'all do look alike. So is what it is. <laughs> what can you do? But no, I mean that's that's I don't you know that's that's a tough thing. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. If you get the wrong picture right, it's very unprofessional. But it's not an Asian thing, I don't think. I don't think it's specifically an Asian issue. Um, although I do think it's harder for white people to differentiate Asians. I remember there was this one... Uh, I had a buddy. And he used to do reaction videos. Black guy, believe it or not. I have black friends. Uh, as <laughs> I'm sure the left doesn't want to hear that, but it's true. I, I had this uh, buddy, and he would do these uh, reaction videos to K-pop. K-pop music videos. And... Uh, AJ is his name. AJ is his name. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if I should give you his YouTube. But Anyway, he used to do these reactions to his, his K-pop videos and he invited me on the show once. And I'm reacting to B B B BTC. BTS, BTS, BTS. <laughs> BTS. And BTS is like the biggest K-pop boys band in the world, but I didn't even know who they were. I had no idea. And in that particular video, they all had kind of the same haircut. They all had kind of the same clothes. Well, I think they had identical clothes. And they were doing their dance thing, and they were, you know, I don't know. They they were just doing some kind of they were doing music video crap. And I remember saying like, these guys all look identical. I can't tell any of these guys apart.
1: They have different hair colors.
0: They didn't that then. Ah, okay. Now they do, but I or they have different. I've seen them since, and they definitely look different now. But at the time, they were they all looked identical. They had the same haircut. Same everything. I don't remember the music video. This is a few years back. And it wasn't, I wasn't saying that because I think all Asians look alike. My best friend's Asian. I don't actually think all Asians look alike. I don't actually think that. But these guys did. <laughs> to me, I'd never seen these guys before. They all looked identical to me. And I was just actually trying to sort of like indicate my ignorance of this group, BTS, and my ignorance of K pop generally. And there were a couple of people in the comment section who were like, oh, that's racist. Do you think they all look alike? You're just a racist white person. I don't know if these were Asian people or white people or who was mentioning it. Probably white people. And then after that, there was a flood of Asians who came in and they wrote like, no, he's not racist. What the hell are you talking about? They said, I am Asian and every white person I've ever seen looks the same to me. <laughs> And somebody else was like, "I'm Asian." They all, and all the BTS guys, they all look the same to me too. You know, like they're like, "Look, you know these these K-pop stars, they all kind of have a similar look." That's the whole. They have a a look like the K-pop look. And to somebody who's not familiar with these guys, of course they're going to look the same. So I had like this. I had a couple of detractors who said, "You're racist," and then I had this huge flood of people defending me, which was actually quite a lot of fun to read. These people just get absolutely massacred these you know, people going, yeah racist. They're just massacred by the other fans who are like, nope, this guy's cool. And I was actually paying more attention to the quality of the, the music video because I'm more like a filmmaker kind of person. Or at least that was my focus at the time. And uh, it was astonishing. The, the, le- the level of quality of the filmmaking. And the song was a lot of fun too. I mean, it's just a fun video to watch. It was really brilliant. It looked like a freaking $100 million movie. I mean, it was so good. It was so good. It was very impressive. Anyway... So all of these k-pop folks they were they were definitely on my side uh, hmm. because I liked the video, you know that's nice yeah, it was it was a lot of fun uh, okay, so let's let's read a little bit uh, more of this article. you want to turn that down? That's a good idea <clears throat> uh, one went the extra mile to make fun of Julie pronounced like Julie Lee I didn't have a problem. With that pronunciation, uh, who was nominated for a performance in East West Players and the Fountain Theater's Hannah and the Dread Gazebo, wrote the reader, How do you say her name? Is it Jelly or Jolly? Jolly. <laughs> I think
1: it's Jolly.
0: No, no, it's Julie. It's Julie.
1: Julie.
0: Yeah. I think this person was just joking. They were like intentionally mispronouncing the name to annoy this person. Ah. They're trolling. They're trolling. I was so disheartened to read these comments. The Ovation Award snafus and some of our readers' reactions to the news coverage of them are emblematic of the casual racism in the theater world, and the world at large. Mispronouncing somebody's name accidentally or on purpose at the very least demonstrates a selective laziness to learn the correct way to address or acknowledge a person. I think that's probably true. Not the accidental one, but the... But the well, okay. Not the intentional one. On purpose, that doesn't make any sense. If you're doing it on purpose, then you're, you're just trying to be a dick. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it on accident, and you're, you're in an award ceremony and you're supposed to go ahead and read the name ahead of time, yeah, that's laziness. But if you're just reading it for the first time, like I read a lot of the news articles here and I yeah. read a lot of names for the first time, that's not laziness on my part. I mean, it's just like, what am I supposed to do? I'm reading the name for the first time ever. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> the name is perceived as particularly difficult only because it's beyond the white European names that have been deemed normal. Give me a break, you stupid woman. For some reason, an effort can be made for a white person with an unusual name, as Hassan Minhaj uh, explained. Well, on the Ellen DeGeneres show in 2019, they're always like, I'm so sorry, I can't pronounce it. Meet my son, Higsby Witherthrottle Third. Okay, now they're just... See, now they're just like r- trying to ridicule white people's names. Yeah. So, like, what the hell is that? Like, uh, like, people incidentally or accidentally mispronounce an Asian person's name and then you, like, mock white people's names? Pfft, screw you. These people are useless. They're so unbelievably racist, and then they call, they tell other people that they're racist. Um, he said, if you can pronounce Ansel Elgort, you can pronounce Hassan Minhaj. Ansel Elgort? I don't know how to pronounce that name. So, there you go. I can't pronounce that name, so I can't pronounce either of them. But I'm I'm pretty crappy at, at pronouncing names. But let's, just, just for fun, real quick, I know I, I, we want to go through these quickly, but let me just look up Dutch names, okay? Dutch names, and the reason I know Dutch names are difficult uh, is because, let's see here, baby names Dutch. Uh, one of my best friends is Dutch. His name is Edwin. What the hell is this? Clicking on but Dutch baby names, I, I'm I'm transferred to Disney.com. That's not right. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Here we go. All right, have a look at this, people. Tell me, tell me how easy it is to pronounce these names. This is mental. I know Adam. Afjay. Art, Ab, Abe, something like that. Abraham, we got. Ag. Ad, short for Adrian. Adam. Adelbert. Adelheid. Adolf. That's not something you should be naming your kids. Uh, Adrian. <laughs> Adriana. that's These are easy ones. Adrianus. I assume that's from the Latin. Agnes. Albert. There's a few easy ones here. Albertina. Albertus. Okay, here we go. Aldegonda. <laughs> Aldert. Aliad. Alieda, Alex, Alexandra. Alexandra. Okay, we know those ones. Alphonse. Uh, Alfred. Alida. Here we go. There's some interesting ones. Allard. Alma. Alwyn. These are just the A's. Ambrose. I mean, there's some weird ones. Um, Anika. I, I used to know a girl named Anika. Uh, let's see here. Anamik. Anamike E. Anuska. Yeah, these are not like typical names. Augustin. August, Agustin. <laughs> I guess it's Augustine with no, The J is probably silent. Uh, let's hear Bastion. Bastion, that's kind of a cool name. Let's see here. Uh, Boele from the D- the Dutch form of Baldo, which I guess is a name. I don't know. Anyway, the point, is, and that's just the that's just like the A's and the B's. There's all these kind of like weird ones. Let's see here. Let's scroll down to the C's. These look good. Well, some of these look pretty easy. Uh, Conrad Constantine. I don't know why they put the J's in there randomly. That makes things a little bit more difficult. Oh, here's a fun one. Ifje. I guess it's just Ife. I don't know. Anyway, there are some bizarre Dutch names. Uh, Yeah, Because uh, because one of my best friends is from the Netherlands. I've been to the Netherlands several times. Well, a couple times anyway. And I've met some Dutch people. And some of them have some freaking weird names. Way weirder than Asian names. And they are difficult to pronounce. Difficult to read. Um, Okay, so let's... Donnelly. Point is... Mispronouncing a name is not racist. I'm sorry, you weak, fragile, snowflake, Asian girl, but just because somebody mispronounces your name or another Asian's name, that doesn't mean they're racist. Well,
1: my name, uh, I mispronounce all the time. Yeah. They're like, is that Valeria? Yeah. Some people call me Victoria. Even in Russia, yeah. people call me Victoria. Russian people call yeah. me Victoria.
0: I think my name is spelled correctly mm-hmm. about 1% of the time. When I I will tell people my name is Chris Coles, K O H L S. That's how I tell them every single time. And
1: they will say K H O L S. And K-H-O-L-S. they still get it
0: wrong. K H O L S. They always do K O H O L S. I don't know why they flip those two. Lines. I don't know why. Always. Um, all right, darling, yes. can we read the next story?
1: Uh, $60 million a week spent to house minors at the border.
0: Yeah, that's the number. That is the number of people.
1: million.
0: Wow. Yeah, sixty million. That's pretty crazy. So, this is a week—sixty million a week—to house immigrants at the border. You know what would be nice? And this is just the miners. They're saying, "You know what would be nice if we didn't have this problem. That would be fantastic, and then we wouldn't have to spend this money." But look at this guy. This guy made this happen. Let's just read some of this. It's costing the Biden administration more than $60 million a week to care for 16,500 unaccompanied migrant teenagers and children now in federal-run shelters. And the cost is only going to rise, according to a new report. The Department of Homeland Security is spending the bulk of the money on costly temporary beds in pop-up shelters in convention centers, converted oil worker camps, and military bases, the Washington Post said. Kids in cages. They're spending $60 million on kids in cages, which they said was did they say that this was like a concentration camps? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that what yeah. uh, AOC said? They're spending $60 million a week to run child concentration camps. Let's call it that. Let's call it what it is, shall we, uh, Alexandria? Uh, the $60 million a week price tag came from an analysis of government data obtained by the paper, the Washington Post. Uh, their report said... Oh. Uh The 16,500 kids now in HHS custody, about 70% of them are ages 16 and 17, need shelter for an average of a month until they can be released uh, to vetted family members for eligible sponsors, the Washington Post said. And I think actually legally they're only, because the, the Democrats were so crazy during the Trump administration, like only like legally allowed them to hold them for like three days or something like that or a week or something. They're holding them for a month apparently. But HHS has uh, only 7,700 beds in its network of more permanent shelters, uh, where it costs $290 a day for each child. That's fewer than half the beds needed for all the kids they've they've got. Another 4,000 kids are languishing at cramped border intake facilities. God, I mean, this is getting crazy. Uh, that leaves another 4,000 kids plus in the hastily constructed pop up shelters, which cost approximately $775 per kid per day good lord why does it cost that much it doesn't cost that much for me to live 775 dollars per kid per day what do they got like golden toilets what's going on over there that does not cost that much they're giving them like tinfoil bed blankets how does that cost 775 bucks a day that's crazy which by the way i I bought because i'm going to do a little Video on that. Okay, uh, the number of kids is only increasing despite already being at an all-time high. The government project uh, projects <laughs> the government projects that by September, as many as twenty-six thousand unaccompanied minors will arrive in the U.S. each month. Dolly, do you have anything to say about this?
1: Well, they spend so much money on kids, like seven hundred twenty-five dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seven seventy-five. Yeah. Well, of course, they're feeding them. Mm
0: -hmm. That's it? I don't know. I mean, I guess they're feeding them like... What was the restaurant that we like?
1: Spago. Yeah,
0: I guess they're feeding them from Spago. I guess Wolfgang Puck is making every meal for these kids. (laughs) Do they
1: say why they're spending so much money?
0: No, there's no... It doesn't make any sense it's just crazy
1: Seven hundred twenty-five maybe
0: maybe it's partly for like to pay the wow. the homeland security officers yeah, I, that are working mm-hmm. there and i don't know
1: i mean maybe yeah it's con salaries and mm-hmm. electricity i don't know what else
0: anyway the point is that biden biden's handlers created this mess by encouraging immigrants to come here like the surge is their fault and if they hadn't said, oh, we want you guys, we want you guys to come up here.
1: That's what
0: they literally said. Yeah, but when when they were running against Trump, they were just like, we're going to open the border up to everybody. And so people were like, great, we're coming up. And they're like, whoa, 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 what the hell is going on? <laughs> of course, every Republican was like, dude, don't say that. Don't be crazy. Of course, we can't encourage people to come up. From south of the border, you're nuts. And, you know, there's going to be this massive surge. We're not going to be able to deal with it. And look what happened. Of course that's what happened. Of course this is what happened. They're completely reckless, completely irresponsible. They were so anti-Trump, they didn't even think about the consequences of their rhetoric. Absolutely disgusting. They need to be kicked out of office.
1: Yeah.
0: And then let's just round up all the illegals and send them back south. (laughs) That's what I say. And finish the wall, darling. Yes. I'm gonna ask you for a favor. Are you ready for this? Yes. Big deal. Big favor. Do you know what I'm gonna ask? No. <sighs> Can you read the next story? Okay.
1: Okay. Gay YouTuber James Charles admits sex, sexting? Sexting? Underage boys. Sexting Sexting with underage boys. I like, yeah, sexting. I, I, I don't know what's the...
0: Sexting means like Texting sexual things.
1: Ah, uh, text. Oh, that's a new word in my vocabulary. Nope. Thank
0: you. I, I messed that up. All right, companies are saying uh, staying silent amid beauty guru beauty guru uh, James Charles's sexting scandal. So there's this gay YouTuber who is like a makeup artist. I know. You know who this guy is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's kind of famous. He does all these tutorials. The thing that drives me nuts about this whole story is that I have a YouTube channel. I have the, the you what.
1: <laughs> it's just funny the way you say. It. I have
0: YouTube. I I have a YouTube channel. I have three hundred thousand subscribers. Not a ton. I mean, it's not millions. But the reason that my channel took so long to grow is that YouTube has always kind of had their boot on my neck, right? YouTube has always suppressed my channel because I have dangerous rhetoric in my videos. Knee on your neck, huh?
1: Knee on your neck.
0: What? Knee on my neck? Yeah, the, their knee on my neck. But now they've basically like. Completely locked up my channel. Like I, my YouTube channel cannot be seen by anybody who isn't already a subscriber of my channel. But this a hole, he has been promoted by YouTube from the beginning. And you know why he's been promoted by by YouTube from the beginning? Because he's gay. So YouTube is all into this identity politics BS, and they're like, this is the guy that we want to promote. This this homosexual makeup artist. He's fabulous. So he's, he got his own show. He got his own competition show, a YouTube original show. I don't remember what it's called. Something about makeup or something, I think. Let's see here. Uh, I'm sure it's written here somewhere. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that was in the beginning.
0: Oh, was it the beginning?
1: YouTube, yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I can't find it, but he's, he has, YouTube gave him his own show. I mean, the guy is a millionaire. He's made millions of dollars off YouTube, off being this YouTube star. YouTube promotes the hell out of him. Like, they promote Tim Pool. Like, Tim Pool's like a buddy with all the YouTube guys, so they promote Tim Pool's channel. Nothing against Tim Pool. He's got a great channel. But I get effed. I get screwed because YouTube doesn't like me. They don't like my politics. They don't like me. I'm, I'm a conservative. I'm pro-Trump. They don't like me. I don't promote conspiracy theories. I don't tell people to be racist. I Nothing like that. But... You know, I'm, I'm against racism. I'm against conspiracy theories. I'm trying to get people to think for themselves, but I'm a conservative. So I get crushed and this guy gets blown up. He's like an international superstar because YouTube promotes the hell out of him, gives him his own flippin' show. And he turns out to be a pedophile texting these 16 year old kids, all this sexual crap, sending them like naked pictures of him and stuff like that. So let's, let's have a look here at what it has to say. In a recent YouTube video, James Charles admitted to sexting boys who now say they're minors. Most brands work with adjacent, uh, working with, or adjacent to Charles have ignored uh, insiders' requests for comment. YouTube did not respond to an inquiry, but announced that Charles would not host the second season of In- Instant Influencer. That's the show that they've given him, Instant yeah. Influencer. So I guess he's he's got a show, a competition show where he's trying to find the next YouTube star. Who are they going to blow up next? What pedophile are they going to make famous next? (laughs) All right, let's see here. Uh, In the five years since James Charles began posting regularly on YouTube, the 21-year-old beauty star has landed sponsorships with brands like uh, Morphe. Do you know what that is? Morphe? Morphe and Chipotle collaborated with Kylie Jenner and even hosted a reality competition series on YouTube. The YouTuber now has over... 25.6 million subscribers on the video platform because he's been pushed by YouTube like crazy. uh, And 36 million followers on TikTok. I mean, these people get pushed by these companies as like the next big thing. It doesn't mean their content is particularly good. It just means that YouTube likes them. My stuff doesn't get pushed at all. In fact, my stuff gets destroyed. Doesn't matter how good our content is, destroyed, destroyed, destroyed. Let's see here. Um, in the five years since James Charles, okay, I read that already. All right, but sh- but recently, Charles, who's previously been involved with several YouTube spats, is in hot water after admitting to flirting and sexting with men who say they're younger than eighteen. On April first, YouTube video, okay, on an April first YouTube video, he addressed his allegations and recognized that the conversations with teenage boys shouldn't have happened. I was being reckless, he said. Charles said that the video that he believed the boys were... Eight. Okay, Charles says in the video that he believed the boys were 18 and blocked them on Snapchat when he found out the real ages. The one boy denied lying about his age in a conversation with Insider. Yeah, so he's saying that these 16-year-olds said they were 18. One of them goes, no, I told him I was 16. One of these boys is saying, no, 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 he knew how old I was. Most brands who have collaborated with or adjacent to Charles' career have ignored Insider's several requests for comment regarding Charles' latest video. Here are the companies that did and didn't respond for requests. YouTube. YouTube has not responded to multiple requests. Charles has been on the platform since 2015. He's earned an income through video monetization and the YouTube partnership program. YouTube monetization provided a stream of financial income for creators, but... Okay, so here, and the platform demonetized David Dobrik's channel in in light of a rape allegation against a former member of his vlog squad group following the... Video in which Charles addressed the allegations. There were multiple calls for demonetization of his videos on social media. On March 26th, before the video was released, YouTube told Variety that James Charles would not host the second season of its Instant Influencer show, though it didn't specify a reason for the separation. (laughs) Because he's a pedophile. Um, And then it goes on to talk about all these different companies how they haven't.
1: Well, of course, Sephora didn't respond. Of course, Sephora didn't (laughs) respond. I'm not surprised.
0: Well, let's, so this is the video. I've cut to the spot where he kind of starts talking about this. Let's watch a little bit of this. It's a little difficult to watch because he's, um, you're going to have to turn the volume up because um, he's really quiet, like whispers. It's like really weird. I'm going to turn the audio on here. All right, guys, listen to this douchebag talk about sexting teenage boys. Here we go.
2: In case anybody isn't aware of what's going on, within the past couple of weeks, two different people, both under the age of 18, have recently come forward saying that they had inappropriate messages to me on social media. Uh, one of them being from last year and one of them being from more recent. Uh, in both of these cases, I added these people on Snapchat, asked how old they were right away, was told that they were 18, believed them, engaged in a flirty conversation, and then later on found out that they were actually 16. Uh, upon finding out, I was immediately embarrassed and blocked both people. Later on, when I saw them making videos about it and those videos going viral, my immediate reaction, completely honestly, was to be really, really upset. I wanted to get on camera and film another No More Lies video where I gather all my receipts and all my screenshots and try to tell my side of the story and then just move on from the situation. And now looking back, that was so stupid because as I did more research on these topics and self-reflected, I realized that the receipts and the screenshots and the, And the specific details of the interaction really don't matter because I fucked up and I needed to take accountability for my actions and most importantly, apologize to the people that were affected by them.
0: Anyway, the guy's a bit of a creep. I mean, he's not that old. I think he's like 22. So he's not that much older than these guys that he's chatting with anyway. But he's old enough. I mean, there is a kind of there's a fairly serious difference between a 16 year old and a 22 year old probably shouldn't be going after guys that are that much younger than him anyway. Like, you've got this whole dating pool, if you're gay, of basically any guys that are, you know, young guys. You know, in like, well, we live in, in L.A. I don't know where this guy lives, but... L.A., there's a whole town I think here. I think West he Hollywood is. is a whole town just for gay dudes. You know, so uh, you don't need to do that. Uh, you could probably find people that look young enough... If you're into, like, young people, that you don't actually have to go for high school students. But, you know, I do think that there is, to some degree, I think there's a kind of person who is attracted to people they're not supposed to be with. Does that make sense? Like, they're doing something they know is bad already. Like, I think I I talked about once this German guy who told me the reason he was gay, gay guy, told me the reason he was gay is because he liked to do things that were wrong. He thought it was exciting to do things that were bad. And um and he said, "Even when I was a kid, I like doing things that are bad, but he talked like this. he was like, well, yeah, I like to do things that are naughty. <laughs> it's kind of creepy, so there is a kind of some kind of people who like to sort of like engage in activity that is what the Germans would call uh uh verboten verboten, which in English is forbidden. I don't know why people like to say it in German, but uh, yeah, that's a thing so uh so it's possible that this guy's just one of those kind of people that like. Ah, uh, not because... just
1: young guys. People says James, uh, the Taco Magna, James has open, openly, and often admitted to going after straight younger guys. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Straight young. Yeah,
0: I've guys. I've definitely talked to gay guys who have admitted to me that they that they, that they're more interested in gay men, and a lot of gay guys in in uh, I mean straight men, gay guys who like straight men, and uh, some gay men that I've met in L.A. say that that's like a phenomenon. In LA there is a lot of guys out here in LA that specifically target straight men. There's it's kind of like a trend or something or it's, there's a specific subgroup of gay men in LA that that's the only kind of people they go after and certainly you experience it if you live in LA and you're a straight man and you're you're ever going to parties and stuff like that out here. You do get hit on a lot. It's creepy. I developed a system. I was like, "How do you how do you tell I used to have this joke where I'd be like um Homophobia is not a hatred of gay men. It's the fear of the awkwardness that will inevitably ensue when a gay man hits on you and you have to tell them, I'm sorry, I'm straight. (laughs) Just an awkward moment. It's uncomfortable. You know, you don't want gay guys hitting on you as a straight guy. So, yeah, I'm a little homophobic. I'm sorry. Sorry if I'm a little uncomfortable. If when I'm on a treadmill at the gym and there's six other empty treadmills next to me... Some dude gets on the treadmill right next to me. I'm like, dude, (laughs) not necessary. But I came up with a solution, which is that if a gay guy hits on you, instead of saying anything, you just look at his face, you look down, you look back up, you shake your head no, and you do this. (laughs) And then you walk off. And then he feels insulted, and uh, you you feel good about yourself. And ladies, you can use that as well. That's... It's a little tip. That's a pro tip. It's a pro tip. That's a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what what is the Life thing? Life hack. Life hack. No, I was going to say it's, uh, was the thing that I said earlier in the video? With this one weird trick, you too can avoid getting hit on by gay men. I had, a, I have a buddy who's gay and we were trying to do this stand up comedy stuff, develop some writing. And we had this whole bit where, uh, he talks about how much he loves, uh, like, leftists, like, like, radical left straight men, because they'll do anything to prove they're not homophobic. <laughs> we, we've laughed for, for hours about that. Anyway. All right, darling, I believe we may have one more story. Yes. So let me let me just say, say this to finish the this segment. I hate YouTube for promoting this pedophile and smashing my channel into the ground. When I am a genuine, honest, decent person, I'm trying to improve the country, I'm trying to talk about politics in a way that I think will provide a higher quality of life for every American, black, white, straight, gay, Muslim, Christian, whatever, I don't care, man, woman, I don't care what you are, I will try to provide a better quality of life for you, trans, doesn't matter to me, I want you to have a better quality of life, okay? And I'm not a pedophile. Despite how young my wife looks. <laughs> which some which is a little bit disturbing. <laughs> and I do recognize that. And it was an issue when we started dating. I did find it a little bit uh, difficult to accept our relationship. At first, because I did think you looked too young. But we moved past that. And everything worked out. And you're an absolutely lovely, amazing, wonderful girl. And with the right with makeup, you do look 26. <laughs> anyway... Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, but yeah, the guys who aren't pedophiles, we get penalized. But the guy who is a pedophile, YouTube raises him up on a pedestal. He gives him their own his own show. The guy's a freaking millionaire, and we're tr- sitting here struggling to keep the dang show afloat because YouTube keeps smashing us down. I cannot get my show shown to anyone who isn't already subscribed to my show. Not this show, uh, Mister Reagan. And why am I punished just because I have a political view that YouTube doesn't like? And then there's this pedophile who YouTube raises up on a pedestal because he's gay. Screw you, Susan. Susan Wojcicki is this woman that runs YouTube. She, she's just pure freaking evil. Her and all the people at YouTube are e- absolutely evil. This is the this is what they want to promote to your kids. They want to promote the gay beauty stylist pedophile, and this is who they want to crush. They want to crush the conservative Christian who likes Ronald Reagan. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, forget traditional values. We want gay pedophile, you know what a makeup artists, I guess. All right, darling. I'm sorry for that rant. I do get angry. Uh please read the next story.
1: All racism is white supremacy.
0: Yeah, this is this is a very weird story. So I thought I'd end on a lighter note. Um this is this is an article. That was written in on some kind of website called The Conversation. I, I found this, and who is it that wrote this? I, I don't even know. I can't find the 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 name of the. Oh, here we go. Joel Abrams has written this article, or is it Jennifer Ho? Okay, I don't know. I don't know who wrote it. Maybe it's Jennifer Ho. It says the author is Jennifer Ho. Okay. Some there's an there's an actor who's also a stand up comedian. He was in... Uh, you don't know who I'm talking about. But he was in... Uh, he was in the movie The Hangover. You guys all know who I'm talking about. And he has a whole series of jokes about Asian women with the last name Ho. Because <laughs> his wife...
1: Uh, this tiny guy?
0: He's kind of tiny. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's like... Uh, he's like, yeah, I can I can say, like, get my breakfast, Ho. And all this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's a pretty funny uh, bit. Anyway, so...
1: Is a uh, Chin Kim, Kim,
0: Kim, Kim Yeah, Kim. Uh, yeah, uh, Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Hey, that guy's pretty funny. Okay, so it says here she writes here amid the disturbing rise in attacks on Asian Americans since March twenty twenty is a troubling category of these assaults. Black people who are also attacking Asian Americans. What do you mean who are also attacking Asian Americans? Black people, black people who are attacking Asian Americans. I don't know where the also comes in. She writes, white people are the main perpetrators of anti-Asian racism. That's actually not true. This is really weird that she writes this. Um, but she has this link here. And the, I clicked on the link. And it takes you to an NPR podcast in which a woman claims that she contacted somebody from, I think it was the University of Michigan. And she said this, this researcher at University of Michigan had done a study and that she'd found that 90% of the attacks on Asians in 2020 were uh, white people. But there's no citation of any kind of research paper, and she doesn't name the person that she contacted at University of Michigan. So there's no way to verify what she said was true. It just seems like something that a random person said on a podcast. And if you look at it online, if you look for 90% of Asian attacks or white people, it all refers to this one podcast. It's, it's the most BS citing ever. It's just absolutely not true. It's just a complete lie that everybody keeps citing this one lie. It is absolutely not true that the main perpetrators of anti- anti-Asian anti racism are white. It's just not true. But in February of 2021, a black person pushed an elderly Asian man to the ground in San Francisco. The man later died from his injuries. In another video from New York City on March 29th, 2021, a black person pushes and beats an Asian American woman on the sidewalk in front of a, a doorway while onlookers observe the attack and then close the door on the woman without <laughs> intervening or providing aid. Well, not only that, but like every single video you see of an asian attack it's always a black person like what are they talking it's never white people i've never seen a video saw one video of a white guy kind of vaguely attack a- an asian woman and they were clearly mentally handicapped and that's the only video i've ever seen of a white person well, that's
1: shooting asian in this. the massage salon
0: yeah but he killed white people too and i think a-, and a hispanic guy i think as well that that guy that guy had a sex addiction but they always refer to that. You're, you're 100% right. That's what they refer to mm-hmm. as, as... There would
1: be one case of white guy attacking yeah. Asian. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the rest of it would be black people attacking Asian. They will still refer yeah, to this yeah. story.
0: Yeah, as, as white. As a, but the thing is, like, that guy in particular, he had, like, a sex addiction problem. He was trying to get rid of his sex addiction problem. And this is these are places where he was able to buy sex. I mean, they're, they're like, what do you call them, brothels. So he was killing the prostitutes at these brothels. He wasn't trying to kill Asians. He wasn't racist. I mean, there was no indication of that whatsoever, Uh, but that's what they keep using as the examples. Ridiculous. Uh, Let's see here as the current president of the association for Asian American studies. And as an ethnic studies and critical race studies, professor who specializes in Asian American culture, I want to address the climate of anti-Asian racism. I was seeing at the start of the pandemic. So in April, 2020, I created a PowerPoint slide slide deck about anti-Asian racism with my employer, the university of Colorado Boulder, uh, which, uh, which her employer turned into a website that led to approximately 50 interviews. So she's talking about how she interviewed these people. And some of them are talking about how like white people said something that they didn't like, and they assumed that it was racist or something like that. Um, now here we go here. It isn't just white people. White supremacy is an ideology, a pattern of values and beliefs that are ingrained in nearly every system and institution in the United States. It's a belief that to be white is to be human <laughs> What is that even linked to? I didn't click on that before. And invested with inalienable universal rights and that to be not white means that you are less than human. That's really not true of anyone I've ever met ever. I've never met anyone who said that if you're not white, you are less than human. I've never met anyone who said that. I've never met anyone who's suggested anything like that. This is one of those bizarre myths that somebody's like, I don't like your group, so I'm going to push thoughts that I think you probably have onto you, despite the fact that there's no evidence that you thought them. You're a white person, so you must be bad, and therefore I'm going to, I'm going to tell everybody that you're thinking these horrible things that that you know maybe you're not actually thinking, but I'm going to tell everybody you're thinking them anyway. This is this is just pure racism, ladies and gentlemen. This is pure disgusting racism. Um, She says that white people think of non-white people as a disposable objects for others to use, for others to abuse and misuse. Mm-hmm. Complete lie. The, I mean, you can't get more racist than this. You really can't get more racist than this. The dehumanization of Asian people by U- U.S. society is driven by white supremacy and not by any black person who may or may not hate Asians. <laughs> what the hell? This is completely like the most convoluted idea I've ever heard in my life. During the pandemic, yellow peril rhetoric that blamed China for COVID-19 led to a 150% rise in anti-Asian harassment. Incidents reported to police in 2020, in particular, uh, East Asian Americans or anyone who appeared to be of East Asian heritage or descent became targets of the misplaced anger of people blaming Chinese people, blah, 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 a fear of disease. White supremacy is the root of racism sorry, as the root of racism, can be seen in the Latino man in Texas uh, stabbing a Burmese family. Yes, white supremacy is the cause of a Latino man in Texas stabbing a Burmese family. That makes so much sense. Uh, She writes, in March 2020, claiming he did so because they were Chinese and bringing the coronavirus to the U.S. Though the suspect may have mental health problems, his belief that his family, uh, that this family posed a threat is driven by the white supremacist idea of Chinese people being to blame for COVID-19. Nobody has ever blamed Chinese people, generally, for COVID-19.
1: I think there is some.
0: What are you talking about? Not publicly? I've never heard of anybody. not publicly. I mean, I'm sure privately there are some people who do that. Certainly the people who are trying to punch out random Asian people and saying, go back home to China, get your diseased self out of here, whatever. Certainly those people think that, but they're... You know, that's that's a world that's completely removed from, you know, Trumpism or conservatism or even white supremacy. I don't even know what white supremacists are even saying about this. I've never heard from a white supremacist talking about the coronavirus or about Chinese people. It's always leftists telling us what white supremacists think. I've never heard a white supremacist interviewed on this. I don't even know. I don't know. But that's what they're telling us. It's all white supremacists. Uh, let's see here. The suspect, okay, yeah, yeah, I read that. The The same rhetoric of blaming anyone perceived to be Chinese for COVID-19 and attacking them has been found in countless reports of harassment, including one by a Vietnamese woman who said she was spat on by a white man as she, as she tried to go to the grocery store. Four days later, video footage showed a 60, 76-year-old Chinese woman who was punched in the face by a 39-year-old white man. So, I mean, I'm sure there probably are white people who have attacked Asians in 2020. I'm sure that's happened. And that's probably the only two incidents. You know, you get 100 incidents of black people beating up uh, Asians, killing them. You get a couple of instances of some white people doing some bad stuff. And this is the story that we get. And then, of course, they go on to say, uh, on the same day, a white man killed eight people, including six Asian women in Atlanta. Right. And they, of course, focus on the Asian women. Of course, just so happens that was the percentage of women that were prostitutes in these Places, Right. Um, I don't know if all the white women there were prostitutes or if all the Asians were prostitutes, but they worked in these places that this guy thought was some kind of a brothel. Maybe maybe they were brothels. I don't know. I haven't I haven't got an update on that. I haven't heard about that uh, since Uh, stories of individual harassment and violence perpetrated against Asian Americans by white assailants don't always get the same attention as the viral videos of black aggression towards Asians. Yeah, because they don't exist. There just aren't any videos of it. I mean, she said there's a couple of videos up here. I haven't seen them, um, but I assume that she's telling us the truth, that those, those do exist. But, like, there's tons of videos of black people hurting Asians, and sometimes they're murdering them. So, yeah, it's probably the severity uh, of it that's the problem, you know, that that's the reason why we're seeing those videos. But underlying all these incidents is white supremacy, just as white supremacy is responsible for Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin's kneeling on George Floyd's neck. No, it isn't. For over eight minutes, white supremacy made Floyd into a black male threat rather than a human being. No, it didn't. They treated him very well up until the point he was like trying to slither out of custody and escape. Understanding the depth and reach of this ideology of racism can be challenging, but doing so uh, brings each person and the nation as a whole closer to addressing systemic inequality. It's not black people whom Asian Americans need to fear. It's white supremacy. God, this is just the most, like, even talking about this is ridiculous. Talking about this is ridiculous. This woman, Jennifer Ho, is such an idiot, and her ideology is so completely crazy and convoluted. ...that it's not even really worth mentioning. I mean, it, I feel stupid talking about it... ...but this is a real human being... ...who really believes the crap that she's telling us. I mean... ...this is the woman. This is her... ...this is her story. She's in this... ...on this webpage called The Conversation. She's written two articles. She's from Boulder, Colorado. She's an absolute moron. She's she's the... ...this is the weirdest thing. She's, the prof, she's a professor in the Department of Ethnic Studies why would anyone hire such a racist? Just an absolute disgusting racist. Anyway, it's a kind of funny story. I probably shouldn't have taken so much time on it. It's a funny story, and but it's absolutely ridiculous. Somebody's, if your black person beats up an Asian person or kills them, it's because of white supremacy. <laughs> the woman's just completely crazy. I don't think all these black people beating up Asians are big time Trump supporters and are like listening to what he says and like, all the Trump supporters I know, they don't blame Asians. In fact, a lot of Asians I know are Trump supporters. Some of my best friends are Asian Trump supporters. Are they Are they white supremacists as well? I mean, come on. All right. Sorry that took so long, but I thought it was kind of funny and ridiculous and fun to talk about. But that's the end of that. We are done with the news. Valeria, do we have any super chats to read? Do we yeah, want to for, talk to our people?
1: Four super chats. First off from Patreon Daniel... Mm-hmm. In the end in the end times good what in the end times good will be bad and bad will be good.
0: Ah uh, yeah, that's from no like revelations.
1: Now cops are bad and criminals are praised, spoiled lazy children are taking over our country.
0: Right. Yeah, they say day is night, night is day, everything gets flipped yeah. around. Uh, yeah, that's what it seems like. It does. Unfo- se- I've thought about this actually.
1: Unfortunately, I
0: thought about how this kind of seems like end times. Daniel is like spot on. It it everything is kind of getting crazy. Next one. Yep.
1: Okay. Uh, Kaylee Niallis.
0: <laughs> Hold on, Jeff Beal says <laughs> you should just lie and say you're a black gay marginalized trans dolphin, and they'll push your channel. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Elijah you try that. He calls himself a black lesbian and uh, his channel still gets suppressed. Oh,
1: that's true. Uh, Kaylee Nialis. Okay. I have an aggressive form of MC, MS. MS, yeah. That causes me to go down to the hospital every Tuesday to get camo and medication so I feel your pain and I sleep after
0: yeah, we're exactly the same. no 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 you that is much worse uh you you have to endure a, a far more severe thing and I actually uh sympathize greatly with you. Um, yeah I have a little bit of a sense of what you go through um but yeah that's that's far worse it's that would be far more inconvenient um but yeah, having to go to the hospital and get an infusion it, it, it I don't know it's a weird thing it's it's like uh two hours of your time already. And then you come home, and you're, like, done for the day. Like, you can't really do anything. You either pass out, or you just delay their watching TV. I mean, it's... I don't know why it does that. I don't know if it's every drug, but certainly... I mean, I think chemo is, is pretty terrible, right? I mean, it's, you're putting poison in your body. That, that's that's worse. The, the, the drug I'm getting is called Remicade. It's actually not that bad, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, we we understand each other. I mean, there's everybody who has a chronic illness. I think we all, to some degree, sympathize with each other. What, how, you know, obviously the more severe it is, uh, and, and the less severe it is, there's a little bit of a gradient there. But uh, yeah, we understand each other. It can get it can get kind of tough. But uh, I think, I I, th- I think I got a little bit easier than you do. I, I have a great deal of sympathy for what you're going for there. Next question.
1: Daniel, patron Daniel. Uh, my last name is mispronounced all the time.
0: What's your last name?
1: It says Daniel J. Core slash I slash C A. I don't know. I don't. Know
0: what's the Corica. Name. Corica. Maybe. Yeah. Valeria is a racist against people named Corica. Clearly, I originally titled that uh, that segment. I'm the most racist human being on the planet, or something like that. I changed it, uh, but I originally, because I thought, okay, people won't understand what that means, but. Um, i and, thought it was because uh, i mess up people's names all the time um all right darling uh, next one next and
1: one. the last one mm-hmm. uh from slayer mm-hmm. regard what biden said last week yelling fire in a theater is activity committing a crime gun control is more like tapping someone's mouth shut just in case they yell fire when they enter the theater a theater
0: right, guy. right. That's such a good point, Slayer. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. He says, regarding what Biden said last week, yelling fire in a theater is actively committing a crime. Gun control is more like taping somebody's mouth shut just in case they yell fire uh, when they enter the theater. Yeah, that would be like taping everybody's mouth shut, saying nobody gets to speak because somebody might yell fire at some point. Um, Nobody's allowed to have guns because somebody might shoot somebody. It doesn't matter how valuable those guns are to people outside of committing crimes. Um, You know, nobody's allowed to have them because somebody might do something bad. Uh, Downstream says, have we lost our country? Rome didn't fall in a day. Is this the turning point in the fall of the United States? Well, you know, I would encourage everybody to watch every Sunday. uh, Sebastian Gorka's got a new show called, what's it called, sweetie? Reality Check. Sebastian Gorka's Reality Check. It's on Newsmax TV. Good friend of mine. And uh, awesome show. We watched it last Sunday. I couldn't... I I was just like so happy. I was like, this is my new favorite Sunday show. Talks about some great stuff. Has some great guests. And one thing he pushes a lot is the concept of the happy warrior. You know, Reagan was always called a happy warrior uh, because he had a positive aspect. Um, You know, Gorka calls me a happy warrior because I'm always super positive. And uh, look, we are in dire times. It... They are trying to fix it so that we cannot win another election, the conservatives and the federal government. But here's the thing. We got to have hope. We got to push forward and we've got to be positive and we've got to think about what we can do and we cannot let them win just because it seems like there's, you know, it's all dark and black and hopeless. That doesn't mean it is. I think we still have a shot in 2022. We have to take back the House. We have to take back the Senate. Um, but I think we can push for this week. I think we can make it happen. So I haven't lost hope and I don't think you guys should either. Uh, Jeff Beale writes, I think, I really wish the media would hold Biden's feet to the fire like they did Trump for lies, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. The whole Washington Post lie counter was absolute rubbish. If you go through that, it's all just like, we disagree with him on this, therefore he's lying. But yeah, you know that's not going to happen. That You know that they're all sort of trying to coddled Biden. You know, he's absolutely helpless. I mean, the guy's practically in diapers and they got to walk him up the, the stairs. He tries to run like an idiot. And I, he can't remember anything. He can't... Anyway, anyway, so the press is never really going to go after him hardcore. We're just basically stuck with him until he can't function anymore or he dies and Kamala Harris is in there. They might be a little bit more harsh on her because, you know, she's not quite so helpless. But anyway, Valeria is... Um, acting super irritated because she needs to go to her stupid Russian board game and so she's distracting the heck can out of me say, with these little
1: can we just say yeah. that no I'm not going anywhere and we just have one hour show and we need to it one hour so it won't take people's time yeah but
0: w- whenever you do this and stuff like that I'm distracted and I lose track and then I take I and then do- I take longer to do the stories
1: I didn't do that
0: you did you just did it off screen so they couldn't see <laughs> you did no. this you did this earlier oh yes you did
1: i think i did the intention
0: intentionally (laughs) well i can see the look on your face like we we need to wrap this up we need to wrap this up but it it takes me longer when you do that because i lose track of what i'm doing i don't
1: think i i think i did it intentionally
0: well okay well whatever you did
1: because i know if i'm gonna your face
0: tell, tell me this are you are you anxious to get the show over with yes okay there we go yeah see i can read it
1: because i know you're not going to finish the show exactly in one hour I know it's going to take a little longer than I'm like,
0: okay but my point is when you get this sort of irritated look i get distracted and then the story takes longer so it actually is worse for you you might as well just stick with it until we're done we love you guys despite, despite the fact that despite <laughs> the fact that you don't love me anymore She's like i loved you before we started the show now i'm over it um anyway but we will be back tomorrow where you guys will get us get to see us bicker once again? I'm tomorrow, sure. Tomorrow, aren't
1: we have a conservative meeting?
0: Oh, that's right, guys. We can't do it tomorrow because tomorrow we have a very important secret meeting of secret Republicans in a secret location to talk about. And this is a secret subject, but I'm going to tell you anyway. We're going to be trying to get rid of. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it going to say it. We're going to try to get... I have to nothing get...
1: to do with this American government. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs>
0: well, not get rid of him. We're not trying to kill him or anything, but uh, we're going to try to get out of office. What's his first name? Gascon. The, uh, the, the district attorney? Yeah. What is his name? Of Los Angeles? Gascon? Something Gascon? Anyway, we're trying to get rid of that guy because he is an absolute menace here in Los Angeles. Absolute disease. Terrible you nonami says that I love watching married people argue <laughs> there you go ladies and gentlemen it's like reality television we clearly hate each other all right darling we are going to end the show now so you can love me again uh and uh we will see you guys to, uh not tomorrow the next day so tomorrow there's no show so sorry about that because we had to do this meeting at this time, so we're not gonna be here for the show which kind of sucks but uh but we will be back on i know I'm missing so many shows. I wanted this to be so consistent. I was so consistent for so long, and now I'm like screwing it up. But well, we will be back on. Wednesday.
1: You can't do this perfectly like every every mm-hmm. day. It's hard. We're
0: gonna go on vacation soon, and we are gonna do a broadcast every single day from vacation at the same time. Because uh, I, I, wouldn't promise I bought equipment. I bought equipment specifically for this purpose. So, all right, guys, we will see you guys on Thursday. See you then. Good night. Good night. Toxic masculinity. All right.